Welcome to episode 22, the episode dedicated to Emmett Smith. I was going to say that. I like it. Look at that. You, you stole my thunder first thing this morning. Good for you. Yeah. Thank you all on this beautiful Saturday morning. It is cold as shit. Uh, thank you all for listening to episode 21, Where Are All the Gummy Bears? Where, I am Gary. Where are they? Oh, I mean, I'm Barry. <laughs> Hi, Barry. And I'm Jacob. Oh, you're Jacob this week? When yeah. you just said you don't want to have to be Jacob? You know, you I know, thought you'd be Jerry since he's Gary and I'm Barry. All right, I'll be Jerry this all week. Right, he's that Jerry. guy is now Jerry. All right, Jerry. Well, I need you to fix your <laughs> mic because you're all jacked up and it's off to the side and it's driving me insane. Just your mic. It, yeah, see, there you go. You can move that. Being very anal this morning. I know. It's, I, didn't, I didn't get my Burger King, man. Or my pumpkin <laughs> spice French cup. toast sticks. And my French toast sticks. I wonder if Brandon still went to Burger King this morning, even though he's not here. Of course here. he did. You think you know so? he did. Because you know he's just sitting there with his stupid little workbook out studying, drinking his pumpkin spice, wearing his Uggs. <laughs> his Ugg condom? I, or his <laughs> I bet you he has. I bet you he has UGG flip flops. I bet I, you he does, with the little fur on. It's too. just fur on the little thong part there. Yeah, just right on the toes to keep him warm. Covers that knuckle hair up. Toe knuckle hair. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. So, so we've got uh, uh, Gary, Barry, and Jerry here, and Brandon's gonna be fairy. So we can go. With that. So this will be a great episode. Oh. That's what we're gonna call it: Gary, Barry, Jerry, and, and fairy. <laughs> Oh, we're going to love this one. This is going to be a great one. I can already tell. Um, so like you guys heard, Ferry is not here this week. Uh, he will be gone for the next uh, two more weeks. Jake is filling in on six shows. Um, thank you to Wes Anderson for Moments in Time. Check him out at Wes Anderson Music on Facebook. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Thank you to All Wear Clothing, the official merchandise provider for Over the Line Sports Podcast. If you're interested in doing business with them, Mention over the line sports podcast and the owner Brandon, not Ferry, will give you a great deal on your clothing <laughs> needs. Thank you, Crandall's Quality Lawn Care. Check them out on Facebook at Crandall's Quality Lawn Care. Also, give them a call at 419 704 5471. Works in the Toledo and surrounding area, so those people in where bear? Let's see. We've done Norway and Ireland. We've done Sweden. Ooh, let's do, you know what? Someone from Germany's probably listen. Let's do Germany. All right. Sorry, sure. Germany. I'm gonna. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm just gonna print out a list of countries and I'm just gonna cross them off as we go. All right. I like and it. And then once we're done, we're gonna have to get a new sponsor. Sorry, Sean. All right. We might do that. Maybe we'll get better prices from somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to ask him about that. Um, also, don't forget to check out Verizon, who is a true technology business partner who helps local businesses deploy technologies that positively impact operations and can increase revenue for the company. At Verizon, we do not wait for the future. We build it. Go to their website, get in touch with the sales rep in your area. And Tim and Stephanie, thank you very much. I know they came out with a Google Pixel 3, and uh, I haven't gotten it yet. I got to see Justin on the Twitters yesterday when I was with him. Looks pretty good. Uh, I'm going to have to go get me one. The, I have the Pixel, the original Pixel, slowing down on me, so I'm going to have to go get that Pixel 3. Yeah, I'm about ready for an upgrade, too. I think I have my phone paid, because you know how Verizon does it now, where you pay off to 75% or 70 yeah. and you can get an upgrade then. I think I'm at like 80 but I like paying my phone off just to give it back. You get a good trade-in value if you go to Verizon and yeah. trade your phone back in, obviously, as long as it's not dropped or cracked or any of that I'm gonna crap, have to but. keep I'm going to keep my phone, because I have the vault in there, and the vault doesn't transfer, and I've got some good things there. I have to keep that. So. I, yeah, I... Uh, I I got nothing on that. Yeah, I was about to say, is Hot Friend listening? We might want to be careful. Um, well, I, I, I don't keep one of those, so. Oh, I got you. Oh, nice. I see what you're saying there. I got you. 
No, I still don't know oh. what you're saying. Oh, I thought you had it in Google Lock. No, I don't. I don't have any of those crazy things on my phone. I have Golf Clash. Does that count? No, uh, that, that game is really fun. By the way, I, I I am addicted. I have all I've been doing. That's all I do is play Golf Clash. And then I got invited to this clan, so now all I do is want to play more Golf Clash. That's it. I've been really doing really bad in the tournaments lately, though. It's not like the off. Golf Clucks clan, right? Whoa! Oh, I said golf. Jeez! I it's, said golf. It's Saturday morning. You I said golf. You oh, can take a gosh, chill you guys pill. Are jerks. All right. You guys are then, such jerks. You guys are jerks. I'm going home. <laughs> I'm going home. Screw you guys. I'm going, going home. <laughs> giggity, giggity. All right. And uh, Bear, credit score still 819? Well, I think on Wednesday I said it, was, it could be 820. Um, I did make that payment, by the way. So I'm hoping maybe it might be even 821, but I, I still haven't looked. I like it. Jake, you're still in the 600s? Think I Sadly, I think so. All right. That's not sadly. You're 22 years old. So we're going to get you up to 700 because you're going to go meet up with Cassandra at PNC Bank. What you need to do is get to 669 and just stay there. Yeah. Well, no. What the thing is is I just got a a brand new Ram like Gary and Bear. (laughs) And Barry. Oh, sorry, Barry. (laughs) Jerry, Barry, and Gary all have Rams. And you know what? We need to get Dodge as a sponsor here. Yeah, we do need to get Dodge as a sponsor. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go talk to Ben over at Dodge. See if he wants a plug. Which Which Dodge? Yard. I go to. I go to Charlie's. Oh, see, I know Brandon Osborne. uh, We graduated with him actually over on Yark, so maybe we might need to work something out here. I know Ben Meyer over at uh, Charlie's. So either way, we're gonna see what happens. And uh, so let's let's get back to PNC. So, Jake, you're going to go to Cassandra at PNC, and she's going to help you out with your banking needs, whether it be loans, credit cards, personal banking. She's going to help. Give her a call, 419-877-0634. So on Monday, um, I know, Barry, you were coming back from Florida, and Jake, who doesn't watch wrestling that much but is going to try to fill in here, uh, just uh, it was so sad. I didn't know. At first it seemed like a work, but then when you realize, like, oh, no, this is not a work, uh, when and I knew it wasn't a work when he said my name's Joe. I'm like, oh shit! And he came out and told us all he's been battling leukemia for 11 years and uh, he's been in remission. I think he said for eight. And uh, yep. it, it's it was so sad. It's back. He said and he's gonna kick its ass like he has everything else. And and I don't know if you guys saw the you, you saw him when he was walking away, and Seth and um, Dean came out and hugged him. Seth was crying. You know, obviously Roman was crying, or as you know, they're all their name. You've got uh, Colby Lopez is Seth Rollins. You got Joe Anoy, who is Roman Reigns, and Dean Ambrose. I can never remember what his real name is. I know it's not Dean Ambrose, but uh, I'll have uh, Jerry, the stat guy, get this. Michael Hickenbottom. <laughs> we know that's Paul not it. Levesque. <laughs> nope. Uh, Mark Calloway. Thomas Mopather the Fourth. <laughs> oh, that's Tom Cruise. Um, by the way, watch Days of Thunder again the other night. Man, yeah, I, I know. forgot how awesome that is. It's so, so good. Was that over text? Or, no, it had to be text. Yeah, I know Brandon text. said, yeah. I think I woke up and saw it. I was like, Get out of the cool. Stupid. Get out of the car, Cole. Get out what of the car, got? Cole. Jerry? Uh, just to get back to you, Dean Ambrose's real name is Jonathan David Good. John Good? That's like a serial killer name. He's got the three <laughs> Jonathan names. Jonathan David Good. Which, uh, you know, it, it was, to, to get back to, to Roman or, or Joe, as we know, we all know that, that wrestling is a work. It is a, uh, a staged entertainment show, just like any other reality show you see. But then we remember, we talked about marking out last week uh, as a big thing. And, you know, I marked out again. And you remember, things are real. This is not just a setup. Yep. And, uh, you know, you knew it was, it was even worse when they came back. And uh, they come back in the announcers, so you had... 
Corey Graves was crying. You know, he's friends with with Roman and uh-huh. close friends. Their families hang out together. Their kids play together. And then you had um, Renee Young, who is married, and she said her husband, Dean yeah. Ambrose. Yep. She said her husband has been close with Roman for six years. They've been together every day, and it is just hard. And they're fighting the fight with him. And then I watched a, a video uh, earlier in the week that showed the exclusive of Roman coming back into Gorilla. And, you know, first first person there to hug him was, was Paul Levesque and Michael Hickenbottom, as you say, so Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Yep. And they talked to him. And then uh, several other people came in there, Nia Jax. Paul Heyman hugged him. You could see the, the hurt on Paul Heyman. Braun Strowman told him he loved him, you know, loved him, brother, yeah. and do anything for him. You know, that is a brotherhood and sisterhood. Right. I mean, they're still all coworkers. They're still all family, you know, and that's how that is. And you're right. I was coming back, so I didn't see anything. I had a text from Jason. Um, just saying Roman Reigns question mark and then my phone was blowing up and I had just had it in my pocket and it just kept going. I was like, what the hell is going on? And I saw your guys' stuff and I asked and I didn't even know he had leukemia before. I didn't either. I didn't watch the entire thing. I, I caught the clip. Um, I think it was on ESPN. It was like the two and a half minute clip where he was going over all that. Um, you know, saying that he was diagnosed, I think it was after he, after I think football. it was after football at Georgia Tech, right. um, and after he didn't really make the pros, and he was poor, and wasn't there, you know, all and that. He came into WWE. Yep, yep. And, and they accepted him there, and yeah, you know, at the end of the day, and it kind of, you know, I was going through, and people, you're right, they don't know what it is, they don't know the storyline, but you could just hear people yelling and stuff in the background, and then, you know, not realizing, I think, what it was until everyone started to, it started to sink in. And then the crowd just kind of got really quiet. And they were all, you, they you were could crying. hear people yelling crap and going. And yeah, then the they one guy that kept saying, "What?" He stopped. Yeah, he, he, he stopped. Like that idiot. was that was the one, right? I mean, yeah. And but there's you times know. like that. You don't and, know. And, and then you had a lot of people thank you, Roman. And when he said he was going to come back and get his title yep. back, you know, people were excited. So I think now, unfortunately, real life's going to play a part. Now this is going to make him a face when he comes back. It's, Absolutely, it's going to yeah. make him a face because it's going to be a good comeback story. I mean, I'm pulling for him now. I have Absolutely. as you. As you see, under I, I wore my zip-up hoodie, but I threw my Roman shirt on over it today. I got it in the the loot crate, the WWE Slam crate, um, and I never had worn it, and I was like, I'll never wear this. But I'm like, you know what? In support of him, because he is a human being and he is a good man, and what you see from everybody saying, uh, it, it just sucked to see. Um, but WWE, I have to give it to them. On Monday night, they did use this as their opportunity. So you didn't see this. Dean Ambrose and no. Seth Rollins won the tag titles. Did they? They won the tag titles. So I was like, awesome. They got a high point. Guess what happened? Heel turn, baby. Dean Ambrose, heel turned on Seth Rollins after they won the titles, after the whole thing with Roman. I was like, perfect timing. Yeah. They were going to hold it till Survivor Series. It was the perfect time to do it. They brought it up, did it on Monday Night Raw. It's done. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. This was a beautiful time it had to, to be do it. one of the yeah, call on the fly sort of things, I would imagine, as that go. And that's what Vince is really good at. And that's why he's been in business for so long. So, yeah, like I said, I didn't watch. Didn't watch much of Raw. Unfortunately, my flight was delayed. I didn't get it home until probably Raw was over. So, um, yeah, I didn't didn't see much of that. So I'll have to catch back up here at some point. But, yeah, like I said, at the end of the day, it's sad. And, yeah, it is real. Um, so, you know, you do hope he he gets through it, gets through everything, comes back strong. And you know he will. It's, it's going to be a little bit. It's not going to be, you know, a two-, three-month thing. This is going to be eight to 12 to 16 months. <laughs> So hopefully all goes well with him, and, and I'm sure he'll be checking in as uh, you know as he goes through. And you know WWE will have his back. You've heard how good of a how good of a person Vince is, and he takes care of all his people no yes, matter what. So always does. You know that's you're you're loyal to him, and you know he's like you said at the end of the day, as much as you hate Roman or like Roman, he makes a lot of money because he's either generating a lot of heat or he's got a lot of kids that like him. So regardless, he's pulling money no matter what. You know Vince will take care of you at that point. 
Yes, I totally agree. And so one of the things I was excited about is Bear came up with, uh, and I know uh, Jason had a, a thing in this too, so Bear's favorite pay-per-view, which we are covering today, ECW One Night Stand 2005. I had never seen it. And I tell you what, I was glued to the TV watching this. I could not believe what I was seeing, and I'm like, how in the hell have I never seen this? And Bear, I got to agree, it's up there, man. It is so good. So let's just get right into it. First, it opens up with chance of fuck you, fuck John Cena. Yep. And, uh, you know, Joey Styles is passionate about his job. Mick Foley was the other commentator there. Yep, that was fun. Yeah, that was definitely fun. They, um, were, they were good together and get them, them back and forth. And, you know, Joey coming out and about crying right in the middle of the ring to start off and giving his famous, oh, my God. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, just absolutely great. And what he knows, you know, those are a lot of a lot of smart fans in there. Definitely a lot of smart Mark fans in the ECW arena. Um, like they did at the Hammerstein Ballroom, I think. Yep, that's the home of ECW. Only twenty five hundred people, but you know, and it worked out because they had a good and they had a good angle with the WWE coming in at Perfect. the time with the anti ECW Crusaders. So it just made the pay per view even better. I remember watching this live actually, and that's probably why it was one of my favorites. You know, it was one of the ones I I remember. Um, and, and this was definitely absolutely amazing. I always, you know, I always liked ECW. I went to ECW when I was younger, you know, seeing an event. Like you said, I think I've talked about this before with, with the, Can with you the, your middle finger? the, yeah, the, the middle finger with Tajiri and the Dudley boys coming up and in the crowd, like five seats away. So I was always pretty cool. So seeing this was great. Um, I absolutely, like I said, I, I, anytime that I, uh, you know, anytime that I want to just sit down and just watch a pay-per-view or see some. I haven't seen it. Well, I just watched wrestling. I, I will always go back to this pay-per-view. Absolutely Dude, so amazing. So solid. Let's get right into it, man. Lance Storm and Chris Jericho first match. For me, love this match. Um, it wasn't in, in my top. It was probably in the top three or four, but um, awesome. Love the match. They're friends, obviously. Grew up, yep. did the Heart Dungeon thing. Uh, love, love the end with just incredible. He had him in the walls of Jericho, just, and he was Lionheart Chris Jericho. Yes, for this, he I was noticed. old. Yeah, he was ECW Chris Jericho, right? And Lionheart I love that. Japan. Yeah, right. And he comes up, just incredible. Comes in, hits him with a kendo stick, right? And it was right well, it square in the face. Oh, it it was, was a good shot. And wasn't Don Marie? Didn't she get on the rope to distract the ref at first? Yeah, and then yep. and then just and incredible. she was and she was big at the time and you know, on yep. SmackDown and, and just incredible really wasn't. And I think who were they? The Impact players, yep. I think then. So. And then they were. Because I loved, they were like, I don't get his name. It doesn't make sense. I'm like, just incredible. Just get rid of it. He's just incredible. It's like, come and, on, really? Yeah, and then, um, uh, you know, Joey Styles with, oh, he's giving me hives. Oh, so whatever yeah. his thing in there. That was that was <laughs> freaking hilarious. Joey Styles on top of his game with that. But, yeah, no, I, I, I thought it was a great match, actually. I really enjoyed it. Um, definitely one of my favorites. Jericho and Lance Storm, two great Great competitors. I like the way the match ended. I'm sure all the ECW guys did too. It was just cool to see them get back together, and that's what the whole night's about—the whole ECW night. So I thought it was a—it was a great match to start off the start off the show. That's for sure. Absolutely. And then right after that, they had a great tribute to many wrestlers that I didn't even realize were dead at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, former ECW originals. There was good tributes to them, and uh, they they went right into the next match, which was uh, labeled a three-way dance. Tajiri, Little Guido, and Super Crazy. Loved this. This was a great match. Uh, loved it. It was probably two or three in the night for me, um, mainly because Super Crazy's moonsault off the balcony. Oh, yeah. Unreal. Ab- absolutely insane. That dude is nuts. Like you said, that was such an awesome high spot. 
um, you know, with little Guido Nunzio as he was, you know, yeah. it was just great. I think he was the first remember one out, right? Uh, yes, he was. He was the first one out because um, I can't remember who. I think Tajiri got yeah, him. Yeah, Tajiri did. Get oh, him. that's right. Um, uh, Mikey Whipwreck gave him the the whipper yep. snapper off the top rope, which is a stone cold stunner, more or less. Right. Gave him that off the top rope, and then Tajiri and then, ended up pinning him. And then it just kind of ended with Super Crazy in the Moonsault, you know, pinning yeah, Tajiri, which they, is fine. I think it was one of those. They just. It, it, I think they spent a lot of time, which I think probably what the whole match was for is to get all three of them together, which was great. And then it was just kind of, okay, uh, you know, little Guido's out. It's time to end this match. And I think it was about three minutes later that Super Crazy hit him with a moonsault and, and beat Tajiri. Right. And it, it was a, a great match to see. Next one, Psychosis. It's weird to see him without the mask. Yeah, it was really odd. And they said that was uh, that was the first time, I think, in North America he didn't have the mask, if, right. that's, if I recall saying different. that. So it wasn't like seeing Psychosis, but he was against Rey Mysterio Jr., had the yep. junior there. Uh, Ray won with a six one nine and a West Coast pop. Mm-hmm. Um, that my fa- you know what my favorite part of that match was? It wasn't even the match. It was after the match. So there's a guy in the crowd talking shit to JBL, and JBL first off would kill this guy. So the fact that he held it in, it's when they were walking yep, in. Yep, when they were walking the up. Yep. And then all the fuck you SmackDown chants start. JBL laughs and says to me the quote of the night. He says, "I got a ticket, you little Mexican." <laughs> Talking to Rey Mysterio down in the ring. I, I had to rewind it because I'm like, did I just hear that right? I got a ticket, you little Mexican. Yeah, and then you got all the crowd up there chanting, you suck dick, and all this. And then I think... Uh, Kurt they, Angle, did you hear what he said back, though? Your mother taught me. That was... Was that Kurt or was that JBL? I think, I think it was Kurt. I think it was... Yeah, it was either... It was one of the two. But that was when that... Um, what's his name? Joel, whatever, came up and yep. interviewed him. And they pushed him out of the way. Like, And it that looked like a legit shove. I mean, that yeah. looked like it hurt. And then took the mic. And yeah, I think you're right. It was Angle. Yeah, your mother taught me how. <laughs> and, and then... It was just... That whole thing was so good. JBL saying he's the a wrestling god line, and all that. Right. Oh, the storyline. Just amazing. JBL. I'm like... You all know, the, that, like you said, that's it's a lot of heat. And it's just... I was never a big JBL fan. But when he said that, I got a ticket, you little Mexican. I'm like, this is perfect. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's Absolutely so great. hilarious. And then next, we had a shoot interview um, with RVD. Yep. You know, getting getting homage from everybody and, and making everybody it's really his, happy. His was messed up, wasn't right, it? Right, right, and he couldn't wrestle. And then uh, Rhino gores him. Yeah. And then we had, of that course, terrible. We had the, the who came back to fight Rhino in Brompto match. It was um, Sabu. Oh yeah, 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 that's right. Yep, Sabu, Sabu in a right. Brompto match. So I forgot everything went dark and yeah, uh, and he came back. Up. Yep. Who, which, by the way, Sabu is just. I mean, anybody here at ECW is just fantastic. And the ref gets gored by Rhino. And Joey Styles again, Pee-wee is down, Pee-wee is dead, someone call an ambulance. <laughs> just quotes that I love from this. I'm like, how have I never seen I was so happy that you picked this just oh, from fun. watching it. I was so, it, so You go back and watch it, it again, you catch even more stuff as you yeah. go through. That's what's great about it. That's why I love it. Yeah, and RVD got involved. And then uh, you, you remember how the match ended? Yeah, I think um – Sabu, they didn't go through a table, did yeah, they? Yeah, they did. He did the Arabian Skull Crusher yeah. through the table. Yep. So, okay. so RVD put his head down on the table, and then he did the Arabian Skull Crusher. I'm intense. like, Ugh. and then uh, and then after that, Raw shows up. Bischoff and and Coachman and Edge and all those guys, yep. which we had. I was kind of disappointed in this match, Benoit and uh, Eddie Guerrero, Guerrero. Yep. and and for Paul Heyman, it was the purest dream match that he wanted to book. And it was a big letdown. And if you look, and I kind of noticed this, and I was paying, I try to pay close attention to people's emotions, if they're real or not, you know, mm-hmm. especially in what we're doing. So when we approach it now as adults, I think we look at it analytically when we're looking at people's emotions and what they're doing. And um, for me, he was pissed. 
Eddie was the whole time. He came out and he just turned heel and he didn't, and I read more into this, he did not, and how the match ended, you remember how it ended? What happened? I think Benoit ta- made him tap out, didn't he? Right. He made him tap. With and, a crossface? Yes. Yeah, okay. He made him tap with a crossface and uh, and he didn't feel that he should tap out clean, just going heel. Eddie didn't. Right. So, you know, I could see why he was pissed off. And then him taking the clothesline, this is something I noticed. He took a clothesline on one side, which was funny, and he fell on the other side. Jeez. So he just fell randomly. I'm like, oh, God. And uh, he also cut his nose during the match, so he was pretty pissed about that. Yeah. And then, uh, unfortunately, what I, when I realized timelines, five months later, he's dead. Yeah. Yes. Um, that was the whole family killing suicide, murder-suicide incident. Yeah, sad. But, no, uh, no, I'm saying Eddie was dead five months later. I thought Chris went before Eddie. No, because Chris, remember, Chris was on Monday Night Raw sobbing when Eddie died. Chris died. Chris went oh, after man, yeah, that I, guy. Jerry, can you get us, uh, when did Chris Benoit die? Because Eddie Guerrero died November of 05. I feel maybe like it was 06. Eddie died in 05 of November in yeah, a hotel he, room, right? Yeah, he had a heart attack. Yeah, and then I think. Heart blew up. I feel like Chris was 06 or early 07. Okay. And Stat Guy's going to get that for us. Um, but uh, yeah, wow! I didn't. Yeah, I didn't realize that. I always thought Chris went before Eddie. So yeah, it's. I, I don't remember that. I, I don't recall. I, I couldn't recall. The only reason I remembered is because I remember Chris like when they're on the ramp. You know how they bring when somebody passes away, and they do the the toll of the bell. Yeah. And he's just sobbing because you know it was like his brother. They were yep. in ECW. They did WCW. WCW WWE. They won the titles on the same night. Yeah. Right. WrestleMania a, 20, which will be coming up here soon. I know that. So that's also one of my. Top three pay-per-views. Yeah, we're gonna do that one in a in a while. What's up? You said Chris Guerrero. No, Chris Benoit. See, Chris why are you? Benoit. You're on the wrestling show, Jerry. Come on, Eddie Guerrero, Chris Benoit. <laughs> Eddie Guerrero. I need Chris Benoit. Eddie died in November oh, okay. of 05. Five months after this pay-per-view, which was in June of 05. Yep. Which, by the way, June of 05. I can't believe I didn't see it. I had just graduated from high school. Excuse me, high school. Brandon yep. and I both did, but. I kind of fell off the map a little bit in 05 and picked back up in 07. You didn't go and use Zan's uh, free pay-per-view cable that he'd always get back in the day? No. I, <laughs> we did great. We did go over and watch that. What do we got? So Chris he, Benoit. B-E-N-O-I-T. Benoit. Okay, well, we'll come back here next year God, when Jerry. he has this ready. Jeez, I thought you are stat guy. What? Uh, maybe not wrestling stat guy. Chris Benoit, B-E-N. I could have probably figured it out myself. 2007, June 24th, 2007. Oh, so it was middle of June. Okay. It was two years later. Yep. Wow. And that was a murder-suicide. Yep. Yeah. Did you ever hear about that? So you don't know what happened. So Chris, no, I have no idea what so happened. So Chris Benoit killed his wife, killed his kid, and then killed himself. Yeah. Pretty. And the craziest thing, if you actually look in and read about that, it was noted on Wikipedia day before they found everybody. How creepy is that? What? Yeah, look that. Look into the conspiracy theory on that. It was noted that that exact same thing happened a day before anybody even found that. Had no idea. That's creepy. Pretty weird. So to me, the next match, match of the night for me. Yes, I, I, I would did not agree. think it would be uh, Masato Tanaka against Mike Awesome. So what kind of got me is I was starting to get annoyed with Joey Styles. He was starting to annoy me because he would keep reminding me way too many times that everything is legal in ECW. Well, no shit. Yep. I already know this. You don't have to remind me. And then, but I love the other thing. Oh my God, another table. Like it just keeps happening. Um, I love that they called Mike Awesome, which he had a terrible gimmick in WCW when they had '70s guys awesome. Yeah, that '70s guy he, awesome. Didn't he like hit on fat chicks all the time? Yeah, or he was like called that? Fat Chick Thriller. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I love that. And Joey Styles called him that on the show. Um, 
They almost did. Uh, he went for a superplex, but uh, DDT by Masato into the table. Insane. Oh, disgusting. Thought he died. Thought he died. And then the awesome bomb through the rest of the table was nuts because that metal piece, I don't know if you saw, was sticking up. Yeah. I'm like, he could have impaled his head yep. right through that had that been, you know, just in the in a different spot, a couple, like maybe a half a foot to a foot further in. It's like, man, that's just insane. And then, so it ends with the awesome bomb from the ring to the table on the floor. And then they did bad camera work because we didn't see how Mike Awesome went through, like over the rope. Yep. I don't know if he just did a dive bomb. Jumped over the rope, pinned on the outside. Uh, Joey Styles, though, called him Judas and made remarks like he was upset that Awesome didn't kill himself on a suicide dive to the outside. It's a shame he didn't succeed in taking his own life. Right, that's it. And then he took his own life in 07 by hanging. By the way, I'm, I'm reading this right now because um, I wanted to look up a little bit more on this and I had this one ready. Joey Styles actually says that all the comments he made were shoots. He did not care. He really? actually hated Mike Awesome. I believe that. Yeah, absolutely hated Mike Awesome. He said, if ECW, if the original ECW was ending, he was going to say whatever the hell he wanted. This is what, exactly what it was. And still got a job with the WWE. Look yeah, at that. And he did. And um, so next, after this, we had a Paul Heyman promo, which was awesome. Right. As I mean, always, Paul yeah, Heyman. There aren't many bad Paul Heyman promos. So Eric Bischoff, not Paul Heyman. Comes with his tail between his legs going to a WCW pay-per-view. You're in our house, bitch, is what he said to him. Bischoff gives him the finger, which was fantastic. And then he turns, hide your wives, it's Edge. Yeah. <laughs> and what were the chants going on? And then they give a fuck you, Lee, or I fucked Lita, or Lita has Something herpes. Like they had, yeah, they had You have herpes, there. and then, and then you they screwed went, Matt. Yeah, and then they went into, yeah, well, but, then he gave the Matt freaking Hardy. Yeah, he's like, I've got two words for you, Matt freaking Hardy, and Edge just standing there holding up three fingers. Like, that's three words. And I'm like, that was Didn't good. he spit out his beer, though, first? Yeah, yeah he's, <laughs> and spit it out. And then, uh, um, John, uh, personal note, since you want to shoot, only reason you were WWE champ for a year is because Triple H didn't want to work on Tuesdays. Yeah, because of SmackDown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Hilarious. Oh, my gosh. The whole thing was great. And yeah. then we get to our main event. Which, unfortunately, wasn't a shoot probably, but right. just hilarious. It was fantastic. You couldn't tell. It totally blurred the lines, though. Right. And I love that on the network they keep all that open. Oh, yeah. When they tell you. That's like one of the ones that it's yeah, TVMA and all that. Yep. They, they, they put a warning right out on that. Love it. Yes. And then uh, you remember the theme song for the show? Yeah, it was bodies, wasn't it? Yeah, Johnny yeah. Pool, another guy that died. Um, In a pool? Yes, of his own blood. Dudley Boys versus Tommy Dreamer and Sandman. So I love Sandman, his entrance. Smoking, Through the drinking crowd. beer. Kendo stick. Smashes the beer can on his head, cutting himself open right away. I'm like, this guy is nuts. And I forgot how Sandman was. I think he was drunk when he got to the ring. He, looked, look at he, him, looked, he looked like it. Wasted. His eyes were bloodshot. Oh, yeah. And, and he, he was, was fat he as was shit. Pouring beer on people. Pouring beer on some some. It was, uh, I think they were all the ECW ladies, weren't they? Yeah, he was pouring beer on some of the puppies and um, and then licking them off of them, which I, I thought to be amazing. And, you know, I was happy with it. And I think so, Stat Guy's sleeping over yeah, there. Yeah, Stat Guy. Jerry, can you hand me that paper? I need that paper, sir. Because it's Brandon's notes, and I don't have them. Thank you. Appreciate it. So, uh, I love that he's looking up at the Raw and SmackDown guys, and he's stroking the kendo stick. I'm like, this guy just doesn't care. Oh, no. And then you remember who came out right off the bat before the match started? I don't right now. BWO. Oh, yeah, Stevie Richards, yeah, the Blue Meanie, yeah. (laughs) So, BWO comes out, and then uh, Kid Cash, Balls Mahoney, Axel Rotten took him out. 
And then what kind of did you see some of the things that were in this match? Some of the the different weapons they used. Oh yeah, I mean it was insane. They had everything. I mean I think uh, well Tommy Grater or Tommy Grater Tommy Dreamer always used <laughs> the, the cheese grater. Excuse me, I'm God, getting my man, stuff that mixed was up. Nuts. Yeah, and that Ugh. that looked bad, but he always does that. Um, I think they had a stop sign at some point. Uh, obviously trash cans, the kendo stick. All that good stuff. Yeah, this this was fun. I mean, they absolutely destroyed each other here. A typical ECW. Absolutely fantastic. Um, Dudley Boys, I think, did, they won the match, right? Yeah, the Dudley Boys did win the they match. They beating Sandman and Dreamer? Yeah, they did. Um, Just Incredible and Lance Storm came out, put Sandman through barbed wire. Francine kicked Tommy in the dick, and Beulah McGillicuddy came out. Can you hear catfight, catfight? Yep. That whole thing. And uh, my God. <laughs> My favorite. My God, he just crushed the man's balls. And then him and McFoley go back and forth like, you can't say balls. Yep, I like that one. I'm like, okay. And then they lit the table on fire, put lighter fluid in it, lit it up, powerbomb through the table, pin for the win. Um, after that, though, the ending is what was the best. Yes. Stone Cold. Yep. Brandon's boy, Stone Cold, which... Real quick, I want to put what Brandon said in his notes about this pay-per-view. Great pay-per-view, but dinner didn't entertain me that much because I was never really an ECW fan growing up. But on a wrestling standpoint, great matches. I, I just don't agree with him. And uh, at, it, 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 I just, Brandon, like, I wasn't, I liked ECW. I watched some of ECW. I wasn't big on it like I was WWE, WCW. But, like, he said it didn't entertain him. The end of the damn night was would be like his heaven was yeah. Stone Cold. I, I'm surprised because, I mean, he came through. He just started stunning everybody. You get everybody in the ring. He's drinking beer. I mean, it was yeah. great. And he came out because Sandman's asking for a beer. Give me a beer. Yep. Give me a beer. Stone Cold provokes WWE to come to the ring. We want we want Taz chance started, so he gave, uh, Taz gave the Taz mission on Kurt Angle. JBL, I don't know if you saw this. I read more into this because I noticed it, that he uh, Blue Meanie was all bl- bloody and everything. Yeah. And he legit like was yes. fighting him, and I was watching. I went back and fight, and I'm like, "Holy shit!" So it ended with a 3D to Bischoff, Benoit diving head, but he's like, "Give him a diving headbutt," and then Stone Cold, "Kill this son of a bitch," yep. <laughs> is what he said. Mysterio did the 619. Austin asked him, "Can you hear me?" This is Austin calling Eric. Post show thoughts on the evening? Fuck ECW. Yep. And then he Bischoff. stunned him. Yep. And then uh, they, the Dudley boys walked Bischoff out and laid him on a truck trailer. And everybody's drinking beer to end the show. Yep. What an awesome show, dude. I told you. Great Absolutely pick. great. I love talking about that. I was so happy to see. I was like, man, I'm excited. I took so many notes on this as I went. It was just great to see. So let's get right into Evolution, the pay-per-view that will be this Sunday. All-woman's pay-per-view. Looking pretty interesting. Got a pretty good card for the women. Um, I think they're going to get outdone by Crown Jewel. If Crown Jewel happens, John Cena has said he's not going to be there. And he is in that um, the World Cup Challenge right now. They still had him on Tuesday. They had him for SmackDown being in the World Cup Challenge. So it, it's kind of interesting to see what they did. And unfortunately, next week when we record, we're recording on Saturday. So we cannot watch crown jewel if it happens on friday we have to give our picks and maybe we'll submit them at the beginning of the week just so we all see that what our picks were and then we can we will highlight the picks and then we'll save we won't highlight the show because we want people to be able to listen to our stuff our picks and then if they haven't seen it they can go back and watch yeah and also um kind of breaking news for 
Crown Jewel. It sounds like, and I, you know, this hasn't been 100% confirmed, but there's a lot of rumors yeah. flying around that Hogan may be there. Yeah, I found that out on Thursday. So this will be... I think you sent it to us, didn't you, on Thursday? Yeah, I heard it from you. It was Wednesday or Thursday. I can't remember exactly when Yeah, we were recording Wednesday, so I had to be so, Thursday. So, yeah, it was probably Thursday then. But, yeah, it sounds like he may be there, but if they don't have a pay-per-view, maybe. I mean, and it's, you know, it, it's been a couple sources, but not anything. It hasn't been saying, the WWE yet. And, so. and, and if Cena's not going to be there, they're going to try to bring in Hogan. Daniel Bryan's talking about how he doesn't want to go. So it'll be interesting to see if this happens. And, you know, I... If they want to save face, they need to move this. They they, they really do. They but should. This, this but this is a good thing for Saudi Arabia, the people there. But what had happened with uh, that guy going into the consulate, and they said they killed him. Yeah, over I saw a struggle, that um, earlier this week. And they said they chopped him up. Yeah, I saw that. Like, they admitted they, yeah, they admitted to it. Whether that was they last, admitted to his dead last Sunday or Monday, I can't right. remember. I, I saw that on the news. Yeah, unbelievable. So, so yeah, we'll we'll see. There's. There's a lot of bad stuff going on there, and you know I wouldn't be shocked if they did move it somewhere else. I, I agree with out. you. All right, so Evolution pay-per-view, uh, the picks. So let's get right into it. Uh, Barry, you're going to keep track of this for us? Yep, I got it. All right, so tomorrow night we've got this pay-per-view. Should be awesome. Ronda versus Nikki. Ronda Rousey versus Nikki Bella for the Raw Women's Championship. Jake, I know you have a pick. What do you got, buddy? I'm going to go with Rousey. There we go. Yeah, I'm going to take Ronda as well. I've got Ronda, and so does Brandon. Next match, Becky against Barry's Bay. Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown women's title, and it's a last woman standing match. So I'll give Brandon's real quick. He said um, Charlotte wins, and she breaks Trish's record and wins her eighth championship. Okay, well, I'm obviously agreeing with Brandon. I will always pick Charlotte. And I'm going to stick with Becky because she can be my other bae. Go ahead. I'm going to go with Charlotte. I hate you all. All right, and uh, next, Kyrie Sane versus Shayna Baszler for this is the third or fourth time they're fighting for the NXT Women's Championship. I don't don't know who these people are. Oh, Kyrie Sane is awesome, and she – they're just great. They fought in the original Mae Young Classic, and then it came back, and uh, Shayna Baszler got the title first. Kyrie got it off her. Um, Kyra's the champ, I believe, and um, Shayna Baszler is challenging for it. So what do you got? Um, I wouldn't be surprised if there's um, a, a couple title changes here. So give me uh, Shayna Baszler. Baszler? Baszler. Baszler. Baszler, give me her. All right. You? Uh, I'm going to go with Kyrie Sane. Yep, and me and Brandon also have Kyrie Sane. So... Next, Rhea Ripley versus I don't know who for the NXT UK Women's Championship. So you either have uh, Rhea Ripley or question mark. Um, I'm going to take question mark. I like that. It's a good pick for me. I get the field, so I always take the field. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with question mark as well. I like that name. All right. And uh, Brandon has taken um, Rhea. So I am going to take question mark because I don't know who question mark is. Hey, you want to check that out, Jerry? If you can look at um, look at the Evolution pay-per-view on Wikipedia and find out what the card is. Can see if Rhea Ripley has a person she is fighting yet. And she should by now, but it could be that night. Um, so uh, Io Shirai against um, Tony Storm in the 2018 May Young Classic Final. And I think maybe the winner of this fights for the NXT UK Women's Championship. I could be wrong. I don't know. Um, but who do we got here? Um, I think Tony Braxton is a good singer, so I'm going to go with uh, Tony Storm. All right. Jake? Jerry? I'm going to go with Tony Storm. 
Um, I'm going to go with Io Shirai because she is, you have to watch her. She could be legitimate top, top diva or top wrestler in the women's division. She's no Tony Braxton, though. Oh, I'm telling you, you need to check her out. Don't watch her. She's great. And Brandon also took uh, her as well with me. So next match, Trish and Lita versus Alexa and Mickey. Um, my first my first crush, Trish, um, I will always take. So give me Trish and Lita. I've got Trish and Lita, and so does Brandon. I agree. All right, like it. Women's Battle Royal for the women's champ for a future women's championship match. Do you have a pick? Is uh, Nia Jackson this? Sure. Give me her. Okay. Jake, Jerry, you got anybody? Uh, I'm going to go with Bear's pick. <laughs> I like it. Uh, and I'm going to go with Brandon's. He took Ember Moon, so give me Ember Moon as well. Next, Natty, Sasha, and Bailey are going against the Riot Squad. Liv Morgan, Sarah Logan, and Ruby Riot. Um, give me uh, Natty, Sasha, and Bailey here. They'll they'll win. They'll be faces for these kind of these kind of car or these kind of fights here on this card. Brandon took the Riot Squad. I'm going Riot Squad. They're getting litty. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, I want Natty, Sasha, and Bailey as well. So should be interesting. We can share. Yeah, we'll share. I like it. Give me Sasha. Oh, Jason will be very angry at you. Oh, sorry, buddy. I called her first. But that's okay. All right, so. I don't know about that. He's been on Sasha for a long time. Yeah, this is true. I got Alexa, though. We'll take that. All right, Justin on the Twitter. Is she fighting in this? Who? Okay, Alexa and Mickey. Sorry. Yeah, I didn't see that. We said that. Yeah, I wasn't listening. I want Trish and Lita because they're the originals, even though Alexa is my current wife on the show. Fair. Yes. Uh, yeah. Oh, God, I do wish. Um, all right. And she's from Columbus, OH. I O. There we go. Justin on the Twitter. Who are the strongest, strongest, strongest wrestlers of all time? Brandon gave us a few things here Cena and Brock for throwing around Big Show and in the ring like a rag doll. And then Hogan for slamming Andre the Giant. That's stupid. Uh, give me Mark Henry all day. Uh, he is the world's strongest man. Yeah, I'm done. Think he doesn't he have gold medals in weightlifting? Yeah, uh, yes. Um, I think we go back through the badass thing. Haku. Yes. He was. He was definitely. I'll go right back to it. I, and he was. He did, was just. Did he like? Did he pick up a man like Mac did with D? <laughs> <laughs> just, oh, what was that? <laughs> that was great. I'm. I'm sure he has. But, yeah, I, I definitely would say Haku has to be up there. Yeah, certainly Lesnar, Cena, obviously, Mark Henry for sure. Um, probably Braun Strowman, Big Show. I mean, those guys are pretty beastly. Well, it's the big slow. Um, give me uh, Hercules. Yeah. Didn't he do some, and uh, Dino Bravo, the, the yeah, mafia Bravo. guy who got killed. Yeah, Bruno San Martino. He was a strong guy, too. Yeah, there's um, a lot of them. Yeah, I, I think any of those are good picks. I mean, most of these guys are all bodybuilders. So. Right. John Cena, obviously. Never heard of him. Uh, me either. Um, the What about Viscera, Mabel? You mean Brandon? <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> Brandon, what do you have today? Mm, about 294. <laughs> Maybe well, that's what he's doing. Maybe he's doing a lot of DDP yoga in his off time. I, I tried to get the girlfriend to do some DDP yoga. She's been wanting to work out. I'm like, let's do DDP yoga. She's like, I'll die. I'm like, it's yoga. Yeah. You'll be okay. It's it's not that complicated. You right. Just do some stretchy things, right? Yeah. Hey, we'll switch gears today. Instead of Brandon being down to 294, stat guy's up to 196. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jeez, you got up to 196? Are you serious? 
Serious 196, you're boy. Al- you're almost to Brandon's level. And aren't you like Woo! six foot four? Six five. Six five, 196. Bear, where are you sitting at now? Oh, I'm probably like 172-ish, somewhere six, in there. Six foot, six one? Six foot, yeah, six foot and a half. Yeah, I, I think I'm the same as you. I'm six fat. foot and a half, six one, and 222. I'd prefer to be about 162, but yeah. I'm, I'm fat, really? so... Yeah. Uh, yeah I've my been, body would be in shock if I get to like 210. I've been very I'm busy. Though, it easy. So Dude, if my body got to 225, I'd be in shock. Dude, you'd be huge. If you just put muscle, you'd be jacked, dude. At 6'5, you'd be like, I'm Jerry the Stack Guy. Yeah. OTO Sports Pod. <laughs> yeah, ever heard of it? <laughs> no. Heard of it? Hey, you will now. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> and, uh, um, it should be interesting uh, to, to, to see. Any Anybody you got for strongest wrestler of all time? Yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. Jerry the Stack Guy, strongest wrestler of all guy. time. So before we get into the Jason debate, I just want to thank our sponsors, as always, All Wear Clothing, Crandall's Quality Lawn Care, Verizon, and PNC. Thank you for all you do. And it should be interesting to see once we get our OTL swag. I know we're going to get the hats. Uh, I'm, we're going to have to look at and, and, you know, I was going to ask you guys this. Do you think that if we get some shirts and some other swag, that we should get, like, uh, if we get an OTL Sports Pod shirt or anything like that, that we should put our sponsors on the other side? Like, put them on the sleeves or something? Maybe? Yeah. We At could. least I'll wear. Yeah. Because they're doing the stuff. Yeah, I mean, we could do that. There's, I, it's, It doesn't hurt to have everything everywhere. You put some sponsors on. If We're going to look like a NASCAR. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, we're going to look like an NBA jersey here. But, I mean, yeah. it's not going to hurt. You know, it, it always helps out. Yeah, as I, long as yeah, as long as our stuff's on there, large and in charge, and you got some all wear, and your Verizon, your PNC, Crandall's quality lawn care, maybe Crandall's quality lawn care. The way he's been acting, that's why I made it last. Yeah, you made it. You put him last. Sending maybe we'll get rude it on there. comments on Facebook. Yeah, big jerk. So again, thank you as always to our sponsors. All right, so on to the Jason debate. Um, first thing was he wants Ryan to break down and make sense of the Scott Steiner math promo, which I love. I didn't get to look it up, so I have no idea what he's talking about. Oh my gosh, you have to, you have to just check out, check it out. I mean, I'm I'm gonna give you time. I'll to, do it right now. You talk to, about it. Yeah, we can. We I'll let you just play it, and we'll go into some of the other things real quick, and we'll come back to this. Uh, favorite Gold Dust match. Jake, you got anything? No. Let me go last. <laughs> okay. Favorite Gold Dust match. Uh, me and Brandon had the same thing here. Uh, I don't think anything beats it. WrestleMania with Piper out in the back lot. Yeah. So awesome. That's Such great. a great match. Street fight in the parking lot, and then the, the supposed chase over to see what happens. All right, hold on now. I got the promo up. This is going to be good. I'm kind of excited for this. I don't know exactly what they can hear off of this, but this is going to be interesting. Jason's going to enjoy this random promo. See, normally if you go one-on-one with another wrestler, you got a 50-50 chance of winning. But I'm a genetic freak, and I'm not normal. So you got a 25% at best at beating me. And then you add Kurt Angle to the mix. This is something Jason would send to me on a voicemail when I'm not going to answer my phone. See, the three-way at sacrifice, you got a 33 and a third chance of winning. But I, I got a 66 and two-thirds chance of winning. This is like TNA collapsed right here. This is good math. 
<laughs> What's 75 plus 66? Is that 141? Yeah. That's good. Great math. But 141% chance. That means he's got a good chance to win. Or would you rather be with Joe? God, Steiner is a just monster kind of there. Another strong guy. Genetic freak. Been me actually, and I know Jason watched that obviously a thousand times because he has nothing better to do. But goodness, if you don't agree with me that that would be me next to Scott Steiner, given the little final promo cut right there, I don't know who else would be because that's totally me. Regardless, amazing math. So thank you for that one, Jason. I thought that was pretty good. Uh, I have not seen that promo. I'm surprised you haven't sent it to me yet. So um, I'm happy I got to see that one. Keep sending me some random other promos. Uh, keep you get got, me through my days. That a, was funny. Do you have? <laughs> did can you make sense of it? He was on point with the math. I mean, he nailed the math. That's <laughs> that's impressive. I I didn't think Scott Steiner was uh, was quit that quick witted to do that. That was insane math right there. He must have studied all night and all day for that one. So <laughs> right. That's What's probably how many reps he does. Yeah. He just, 141 and a third. 141 and two thirds. <laughs> Holla! If you hear me, what do you got as your favorite Gold Dust match? Um, let's see, favorite Gold Dust match. Uh, you know what? Obviously, his best match was probably the one with Roddy Piper. To be honest with you, a lot of his early stuff was really good, but uh, to pull one random one out of there, I don't know. Um, I think he beat Val Venus for the Intercontinental Title when he came back after he was like Dustin Reynolds and did all that fancy shit. Finally, came back to. Uh, Came back to reality and, and was Gold Dust again. So I'm gonna take I'm gonna take something where he wins a title. I, I like seeing Gold Dust win the title. He's a great wrestler. He's very underrated. So give me any one that he wins the Intercontinental Title. I can't think of one off the top of my head. No, I agree. And uh, what what do you have as being the your favorite Ric Flair quote? Well, I mean, Ric Flair has many of my favorite quotes, but you know, uh, the the I, I, I spent what is it? I spent more money on spilt liquor and bars across this country than you make in a year. I mean, come on, that's a, that's a freaking classic. That was Brandon's favorite too. Absolute classic. All I gotta say is it's all about that Ric Flair drip. Yeah, <laughs> and that's I'm just actually gonna play this for you because it was fantastic. Damn millennials. Check it all that drip out. Ric Flair drip. You looking at all the drip? Oh. Got that crappy Wi-Fi. You can ask anybody. Ask Offset. Ask Amigos. I am the founder of Sway. Ask LeBron James. And I am the Nature Boy. And yeah, I am coming to San Antonio Friday and Saturday of this week. Look at who is only I can look. You know that? And I'll be signing autographs, taking pictures. I mean, think about this. Think about the San Antonio, the Alamo, the Riverwalk, the Nature Boy, the San Antonio Spurs, and I can go out there and say, hook them horns for the Undertaker. I'll be there. That's a lot for one weekend. Think about it. Look at it only I can look at. I guarantee you this, I will be jet flying. Ooh, if I'm not Rolls Royce, right? I'll be limousine right. 
Woo! I'll be kiss stealing, I'll be wheeling dealing in San Antonio, and I'll Son promise you all day Friday. Those gators Saturday, won't be able to be held down. At that Comic Con, I'm gonna have a hard time. Woo! Put that camera down here. Holy fairy gobbles down. San Antonio. Friday God, I love it. San Antonio Comic Con. The Nature Boy. Founder of Swag, says LeBron James. The man who made Drip popular, says Offset. And the Migos. <laughs> You think he was drunk when he did that? God, I hope so. Yeah, he was. And you are right, Jake. Uh, the the Ric Flair drip, man. That song is that is an awesome. Have you listened to that? Yes, I've have. You seen the video? Yes, the video is awesome. Absolutely love it. I'm telling you, the day that that man dies, I might not leave my house for three days just crying because that's going to be rough. I hope he lives forever. They need to cryogenically freeze him because he is he's probably one of the greatest humans to ever step face on this earth. That is a fact. Side note, that song will never compare with Effigy Day. Yeah. Oh, no, it never will. And uh, you know what? It's uh, Ric Flair drip go woo on a bitch. <laughs> yeah, that's how we got it. Gotta so, love it. Yeah, so Ric Flair, one of the greatest of all time. And uh, I had to play that just because he has a lot of his things in there. Woo, you know, is one of his big things. It's still, to this day, you can hear it on the ECW pay-per-view. I mean, they do it woo! anytime on a chop, any day. That'll live forever, just like I wish Rick would. He is amazing. So, next thing that uh, he had for us. You. For me. What, what did he have for me? From the current or past women's roster, who has a similar personality to ex-wife? Oh, God. Um, well, if we're speaking of uh, puppies, you can you can put <laughs> her in line with anybody with nice puppies. So, um, I'd give her the, the sable puppies, the anybody puppies. But, uh, um Personality-wise, I don't know. I, I mean, when I think about it, I, I felt like our life was like Ms. and Maurice. I was the outspoken one. You couldn't really understand her at times when she was talking. She was she was good-looking blonde, you know, all of that stuff. She's got dark hair now. Still still a good human being. Loves her kid just like Maurice does yeah, now. But, but the Ms. has hair. Yeah, thanks a lot, jerk. Yo, you're welcome. The, the, uh, what, what do you got, Jake? I can't, I can't say what I was going to say. That brings back some old memories right there. I don't care. You can say it. I'll cut it out right now if I have to. All right, let's just nope, say... Nope, uh, no cutting it out. Let's just say uh, the good old hood. Let's just uh, think back to... Uh, what is it? Uh, <laughs> you can say whatever you want, dude. I don't care. Well, hold on. I, I forgot what Reed's name was. Oh, oh, oh he was peasant. Oh, uh, she, oh, he said she was a Bowser chick. He thought she was from Bowser, <laughs> so she was ghetto. <laughs> No, that was a bad experience. Yeah, I was but say, I but say no, that. yeah, he's like, oh, dude, I would not want to mess with uh, with your ex-wife. There, I said, uh, no, you don't want to. She could rip somebody's head off. <laughs> so, uh, but no, yeah, I would I would compare her to that. Um, she is, she's a great mom. So if you look at anybody now who is a mom, um, she's very reserved. So I mean, Sable would be a good one because she she kind of epitomizes that. It looks good. Um, is very to herself now, just like Brock is. And I think Bear knows, you know, I, I used to be very outspoken. I've become reserved myself in time just with because of my, my job, uh, the, the boards I'm on in the community, 
uh, with the Youth Foundation and the Commission on Disabilities being on the boards of both of those and uh, just involvement in the community. So I've kind of taken a step back from being outspoken as I was in the past due to that. And, uh, and just as you grow up, you get older, you get over 30. It's just kind of what happens and, and you take life a little more seriously. And, uh, but we still like to have fun here. So a great question from you. Uh, the next one, Brandon is absent from the show, but so I don't expect him to answer this anyway. Do either of us, and I know Jake doesn't have one, but do you have a wrestling collection? And Brandon said he does not. Of what, though? Oh, wait a minute. Hold wait, on. Jake wait, has wait, a wrestling wait, wait, collection. Wait, wait. I do have a couple John Cena things from back at WrestleMania at Ford Field. What was that? Oh, you were there. That's right. Yeah, what, 10 years ago. Yep. Yeah, it was 23, ago. wasn't it, yeah, I think? Yeah, WrestleMania 23 yeah. up at Ford Field. I got a, I got a few John I got a few John Cena things. The best moment of my life when he came through that glass. With the Ford Mustang? Field and, at, and the Mustang. That was the best time ever. Just saying. Sweet. What do you got? Um, I mean, collection-wise, I really don't have anything. Uh, I mean, besides DVDs, but now I'm pretty much going to have to get rid of them all because Same. I got the network. I had, I mean, over, I had over 150 10, wrestling DVDs. Yeah, I was about to say, 10, we, I think we both did it at the same time. We just started buying up wrestling DVDs about you know, 8, 10 years ago because there was no network or anything like that. So, yeah, I have, a, I have a lot of wrestling DVDs. So if anybody wants any to get rid of, I'll be more than happy to sell Reach them Reach out you. at OTL Sportspod. At, at OTL Sportspod pod on Twitter or, uh, you know, go we, ahead and put it on I Facebook. I haven't bought it a long time, but I, we, had, we both had all the Survivor Series, all the WrestleManias, Still, all the Royal Rumble. I mean, I, I think I did up until 08. Yeah. So I had all of that. I mean, I had the I have the WrestleMania like collection from like one to I think it goes to twenty. I have one through like thirty. One to I believe. Tw- well, I mean, I in a in a box. Yeah, I have the yeah. box set. Yeah, I have the Survivor Series box set. I have the SummerSlam box. You know, yep. like those those actual yep. like it's in like same. a it's in like a sand pail or whatever. And then the Royal Rumble. I think that was the first one that I bought the Royal Rumble box set. Um, but like figures and stuff like that. I mean, you know, I have some shirts, some Stone Cold shirts, uh, the NWO shirt. You got me. A couple other wrestling shirts, but I wouldn't say it's a collection of any sort. I don't have any, like, figures. Um, the only picture I have is Bruce and Conrad from when we went to that live show, which is pretty cool. But, um, yeah, other than that, I, I wouldn't say I really have a, a collection of any sort. Just the just the DVDs. So I have a whole bunch of those, but I have a big DVD collection of everything else. Now that everything's online, you know, it's not much of a need to have anymore. So that's that's all I got as a collection. I'm I'm pretty sure that Brandon has a collection. He's just not going to tell us. Yeah, he he does. He has a, a bunch of Stone Cold dildos or something. <laughs> I don't know. And, uh, <laughs> the uh, but I I have, you know, like like Bear had said, I have all my uh, the wrestling DVDs. I have a lot of wrestling shirts. I mean, a lot of them. Mm-hmm. I get the the loot crate, which they have WWE Slam crate. I've had every WWE Slam crate since it's come out. So I have all of those. They all come with a figure, which is awesome. They all come with a shirt. I'm wearing the Roman Reigns shirt that came from the crate. Got some cool AJ Styles shirt from there. Got a uh, Walk with Elias shirt from there. Got got shirts from everything. Got an Undertaker one uh, recently. They got a good posters there, like we said. Um, and the thing, I just pulled it out of my bag. This is the favorite thing I got from my loot crate. It is a million uh, yes. dollar belt money clip. That is awesome. It Aww. is. It's my favorite thing that came from a loot crate. Uh, I keep it with me. Just I would put it's a awesome. whole bunch of ones in there and just put a hundred on the front of it, so no one knew, and just whip that bad boy out all the time, but not spend any of it. Right. And uh, but I think the greatest thing that that we ever and being at like WrestleMania 30, got a couple vendor shirts from there when we were selling the merch, and we were out there as well. Um, and I, I think the 
probably my the greatest thing I have. I just got a, uh, I told you that mower of lawn t-shirt I'm going to wear when I cut the grass in the spring because that's when Matt Hardy did uh, chair of wheels, mower of lawn. <laughs> and so he just reversed things. The, the favorite thing, though, was when ex-wife caught Randy Orton's gum uh, yeah, I was at there a wrestling for that. show. You yep. were there, and Kenny was there, and get the gum, and, and uh, we put it in a pill bottle, and she had it until she forgot I think that she was had a, it. that was the same one I caught Triple H's water bottle, too. It was like the same exact... Was it? I think it was, yeah, because they were either fighting each other. They, I think, Well, he fought Cena in that one, because Cena clocked him so and it had spit to, it back. Yeah, so Triple H would have had to been... I can't remember now, but no, it was definitely. I definitely got the Triple H water bottle. Yeah. I remember that. He I don't threw know if it was the same one, but I know I was there for that when you got it. It might, yeah, it might not have been the same one, but it was one of the ones we were sitting up Do front for. So it? it had to be one of the house shows. Uh, no, I probably drank the rest of it. It was probably thirsty and <laughs> threw it away. It was just a regular cheaper water, than a water. Just a regular water bottle. Yeah, I didn't have to pay for it. It's perfect. Right. Um, yeah. So I, I have different things there, and and I just you know went on WWE shop and got some clearance items. I got. Brandon, a Stone Cold shirt. It was on clearance. A Razor Ramon shirt, which was on clearance. It was awesome. And then I got Grayson, which he wears while wrestle uh, in the living room. And we have this big, like, it's a big Joe chair that's like a foam chair. Uh-huh. And he bounces off his little trampoline, and he does his little froggy splash, as he calls it. Yep. I taught him the elbow. So he does the elbow now. And he's like, well, I want to do a knee, too. So he does a knee into me off the trampoline. It's dangerous. And he throws on an AJ-style shirt that's way too big for him. Puts on the wristbands and the elbow pad. Because I got the wristbands and elbow pad for five bucks, so he wears them when he does it to me. And we watched uh, an AJ Styles Daniel, um, the tag match from two weeks ago on SmackDown. And uh, they he was trying to do some of the moves that AJ was doing, and it was just, it was great. And, it, you know, having fun with that. But the collections are like that. I used to have those, remember those wrestling buddies, those big, Stuffed the stuffed wrestling buddies. Did you ever have those as a kid? Uh, I don't think they had like so. Hulk Hogan, Big Boss Man, Ultimate Warrior. I had those. I don't have them anymore. Um, but I also have a lot of tapes. Like we had the the chip when you could get the chip when there was twenty two channels, mm-hmm. uh, twenty one and twenty two were the pay per view channels. Twenty one being pay per view, twenty two being the Playboy channel, and uh, we my dad would record all of the wrestling things for me. It was awesome. About, I still have all those tapes. What about the Playboy stuff? I didn't Do have, you have to those record tapes? that. No. I didn't record those. He just Lame. watched it live. Yeah. What's that? So he just watched it live. Yeah. Goodness. Always. Yeah. Like, they probably kept asking, "Why do we have to buy Kleenex every week?" I don't yeah. get it. Yeah. No. That's that, those were the sock days. Kleenex and lotion. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, why is your sock standing straight up? How's that possible? <laughs> what is uh, going on? I love it. And then uh, just announced Brock versus Braun since Roman is out with uh, leukemia, fighting leukemia. So. Um, Brock versus Braun for the Universal Title at Crown Jewel. He wants to know: Is it a legit fight at times, or because uh, it is a legit fight? Remember when Brock or Brock accidentally got caught yeah. from Braun and he hit him back. He caught those hands. Yep. And then uh, will they hold to the script, or do you think they're going to have a legit fight at times? No, they'll hold to the script. They're not going to legit fight. I think Brock will end up losing because he's got to be coming to UFC here eventually. Yeah. So it's going to happen. And so they'll finally get it on Braun. And I, I think the last time was, I think it was just a mistake. I, I, you know, I don't think they meant to. You know how Brock gets when he, anybody when you get hit in the face on accident or on purpose or whatever. You know, another instinct comes out, and you can only imagine being that big of a man doing it. Yeah. So I think it was just accidental last time. And, so and with like they'll Drew, be, they'll be fine. With Drew and Dolph and and Braun kind of all breaking up, Braun's gonna have to go into this as the face and uh, take the title and be a face. So he'll have to do a swerve back to being a face. Um, I think they'll stick to the script too. 
they, they, if he gets caught with uh, those hands, as he said, not the Randy Orton hands, but if he gets caught with those hands. Jason's favorite hands are the Randy Orton hands. Oh, I know. I think Brandon's too. Right. So uh, thank you, Jason, as always. Uh, next, the perfect discussion with Jeremy um, featuring storylines. Uh, and first off, so Brandon, i, I got to go back to what Brandon said. Stick to the script. Um, no hate towards each other uh, there unless he's missing something. So he's going with that. So perfect, the perfect discussion. What was your first live event attended um, is what he wanted to know, what Jeremy had asked, and I thought it was a good question. Brandon, we can go right into what Brandon said. So the first event he attended was uh, March 2001 at the Sports Arena live event. I don't know anything about it. Um, <laughs> That's all he said. <laughs> That's all. Is, he... it, is it WWE? I mean, what the hell is it? It's got to be it's WWE. Got, yeah, he would have been, been a homer. Yeah. He That's would... not, there's still WCW. Yeah. And barely. ECW. Yep. What do you got? I'm pretty sure that my first one was ECW. I, I, I Like I said, I, I need to find this ticket. I think it was August 9th, 1999. I know I still have it somewhere. That was my first event going to an ECW show, and that was at the Seagate Center. Um, I know I saw WCW as well, probably in 2000, and then I think my first WWE was like 02 at the Sports Arena, um, or Sports Aroma, as it was used to be called. And then obviously we've done other events, Raws and whatnot, um, in Columbus, here in Toledo a few times, SmackDown and whatnot. Yeah, and so I've been to quite a few, but yeah, I think I think it was ECW in August 1999, which would have been right before my eighth birthday. So I would have been seven would have been my first show. What about you, Jake? WrestleMania 23, first and only event I've ever attended. Probably the best one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's a good I mean, one to go you'll, to. You'll have. I know we'll we'll go to one eventually, and you'll have to go with us. Oh yeah, um, it'll be good. So the earliest I remember was in around 91. So 91, 92. I had to be five. I remember seeing Hulk Hogan, but I don't remember anything. So that I don't remember it, but I know I was there. So for me, remembering uh, August 21st, 1996 at the sports arena was the first one I remember because I remember that's when I was on the guardrail. Shawn Michaels, you know, he kept opening the door. I'm like, oh, my God, it's Shawn Michaels, you know, and you're, you're happy about it. So I was nine at the time. Was Sonny poking her head out too or just Shawn? She might have been. But listen to this card. So Zip beat Leaf Cassidy, Owen Hart beat Aldo Montoya, Hunter Hearst Helmsley beat Bob Holly, Smoking Guns beat the Godwins, Savio Vega beat Justin Bradshaw in a strap match, Davy Boy Smith beat Mark Merrow, Gold Dust beat Jake the Snake, Psycho Sid beat Vader, and HBK beat Steve Austin in a title match. Yeah, that would be pretty damn good. And then I went to the next one. They didn't go there in 94, 95, so that one was 96. And then I went again in September of 97, so this was September 24th, almost screw job time. Two months later was a screw job. Uh, Rockabilly beat Jesse James. Godwins beat New Blackjacks, which was Blackjack Wyndham, Blackjack Bradshaw. Goldust beat Pillman. Headbangers beat Vega and Miguel Perez. Dude Love beat Davey Boy Smith. Um, DOA beat uh, Nation of Domination. So Crush, Chain, Skull, 8-Ball beat Farouk, Kama Mustafa, Rocky Mayavia, or as we know, The Rock, D'Lo Brown. And then the Patriot beat Hunter Hearst Helmsley and Owen Hart. And then the big thing that I remember the most, Undertaker beat Bret Hart. Okay, so how about this? You ready? Yep. So I looked it up. It was August 14th, 1999 in the Seagate Center. So nice. I'm now I'm interested because I had to see that. Funny thing is August 9th, 1999, what was that? Owen. No, I was Jericho on Raw. Oh, when he appearance. returned. Yeah. I thought it, when, did, when did Owen die? Uh, that, was was, that was May of 99. Was yeah, it? That was early. Okay. So I just looked it up. ECW, on, this was on TNN, by the way. So this nice. was, um, it would have been a Tuesday. 
um, drawing. I was one of 3,283 people in the Seagate Center that night. So Rhino pinned Prodigy. Uganda beat the Spanish Angel. Don't remember that. But here, this is where I can remember some shit. Tajiri beat Super Crazy. So I wasn't going crazy. No pun intended. So I do remember that. Little Guido beat Nova. Jerry Lynn and Sabu beat Just Incredible. Rob Van Dam when Sabu pinned Credible. So I don't remember that. But I got to see Just Incredible and Rob Van Dam. That's pretty cool. Uh, Jazz beat Steve Carino. Who the hell's Jazz? Remember the the buff black lady? She was like... Oh, Jet. Jazz. Okay. Yeah, I, thought, I was like, do you, did you mean Taz? No, Jazz. <laughs> jazz, got it. Um, Spike... Oh, I'm sorry. Vito Lagrasso beat Simon Diamond. That's a tough one to say. And then Simon Diamond. And then Spike Dudley and Balls Mahoney beat Bubba Ray and Devon to win the ECW tag titles on tape TV. This was a taping scheduled to be the de- debut show on TNN. Look at that. I didn't even know that. So that's a... Uh, oh, wait. Instead, a highlight show aired. <laughs> <laughs> I just read that. So, yeah. So I went to the first ECW that should have been on TNN. So that's pretty cool. So I do, like you said, Bubba Ray and Devon, you know, as I... The little memories I can pick through in Tajiri. So I, I do remember that. That's pretty awesome, actually, now I, that I looked that up. I, I looked at some of the cards for some of the other events that were going on when I was a kid. And I may have went to one of them, like, when I was young. They had like thirty matches. Yeah, I mean, it, it's still it's a house show. This one had eight matches. No, but thirty—that's a lot of freaking matches well, yeah, at a house show. But that's know, when they, everybody traveled, right? Right. Always. And they, but you had a couple guys that were doing two or three matches a night at the house shows. Um, pretty someone, interesting. Someone has an ECW fan cam of this, and there's allegedly a DVD for five dollars. I might buy this to watch it to see if I see myself. Dude, that'd be awesome. I want to see Baby Bear. That would be, this would be, it's WrestlingSuperstore.com. I'm looking at it right now. It does say ECW's first TNN taping. Only some of the matches aired on ECW Hardcore TV and syndication. Ah, I kind of want to buy this now. You're going to have to. I'm, I'm going to do it right now. You do your thing. I'm going to buy this. All right, well, we're going to talk about this. Which wrestlers have you met in real life? So for Jeremy, he's met Al Snow, Road Dog, Macho Man, uh, Miss Elizabeth, RVD, and he saw Adam Copeland, who we know as Hedge, at the Lima Mall when he was a nobody and signing autographs. He did not want to meet him as he was charging and didn't want to pay. So I, I get Fair. that. Brandon has, he met the big show at the end of an event at the sports arena in the parking lot. His big ass was in a little Ford Explorer, and he said, Gary has experience with Ford Explorer. Yes, I do. Stomping up and down them damn things. And I went. Up, he went up to him and shook his hand. It was pretty cool. And of course, when Cena drove by in Columbus, now he didn't meet him. But yeah, we didn't meet him. But Brandon, Brandon's jaw was dropped to the floor for that one. Jake, you meet anybody? Uh, wrestling wise, no. So, um, I at WrestleMania Access, WrestleMania 30, met uh, my future wife Alexa Bliss when she was. No, she wasn't anybody yet. She was in NXT. I need a $10 minimum order, and this is 5 bucks. I'm not buying anything else. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, the other one was, um, so we met the, the Wyatts that day. Ric Flair was there. Woo! Um, we met quite a few people. Um, we've met, I've met Hogan. I had an autograph from Hogan. I've got a lot of autographs of people that were there. Um, who, was, uh, who was the guy that looked like Batista that wrestled? Um, gosh, what the hell Batista. Was no, not Batista. Oh, uh, uh, Batista. Dave Batista. No, he was in Nexus for a minute. You're against us. Ryback? No, not Ryback. I don't know. Uh, uh, a couple of the ones oh, I met. What, what, what? was it? Uh, Ma- Mason. Ma- oh, damn it. What was his name? 
I'm going to figure it out. Now it's starting to sound familiar. Yeah, Mason. I don't remember, though. Regardless, um, we met Cena in Triple H after the Mason Ryan. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that doesn't sound familiar. Screw it. Triple H and, and Cena after a show, um, you know, shook their hands. But I really, like I said, a lot of the stuff I did when I was younger, and I'm not, I'm not one of those that go stand out backstage and kind of wait for them, sort of thing. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I really haven't met any other wrestlers besides um, one just shake their hands after a show. And then uh, what? Uh, who who was it? HBK was he I, he sent me back a tweet which i thought was awesome at one time even though i didn't meet him obviously and the uh eva marie you remember her yep eva marie yep. she dm'd me on twitter i still have it it's creepy yeah all, all she said was DMs. yeah she slid into my dms all she said was tell her i said hello i'm like oh i will and <laughs> nerd nerd uh but yeah so pretty cool to meet some people like that and and do those things um so next for us uh first off so what we're going to cover jeremy gave me a good thing he he wanted us only to cover a main event um but i looked at the whole card and i like it so we're going to cover this at the next show so when he when he said when people talk about the greatest matches of all time you usually get the same group of answers as we all know uh and he wants us to cover this main event but i told him the whole card we're going to cover so he said this main event is easily in his top 10, and he considers it one of the most underrated of all time. So you had the Hart Foundation of Brett Owen, Brian Pillman, British Bulldog, and Jim Neidhart versus Ken Shamrock, Goldust, Legion of Doom, and Stone Cold Steve Austin. This match was amazing, so he is recommending this forgotten classic to revisit. Get Brandon to discuss it if he can get away from studying for an hour. He will love Stone Cold in it. So this was... In Your House 16, Canadian Stampede. Oh, I remember this card, um, you know, Wake No Other. I've seen this pay-per-view quite a few times. Uh, there's there's a lot of heat on this, and this is rolling right up into Survivor Series. This is big into the uh, WWE, into the USA versus Canada War, um, pretty much. Their storyline back and forth. So you got, you know, Bret Hart and Owen Hart and all these guys at the Hart Foundation who are complete heels in the States. And then when they go to Canada, they're the biggest faces. It's it's unlike anything you'll ever see. And Gary, have you ever seen this? This? Uh, I, I've probably seen it back in for, the day. I don't remember. For, a night, for 97, the heat, especially on this match, oh, holy shit, dude. It's just like the ECW stuff. So it's, absolutely, it's gonna be a great insane. one to cover. Then. Oh yeah, it's absolutely wonderful. So, I like this card. You'll see. I mean, Stone Cold is the you know the biggest face in the world at the time, you know, and he's getting booed out of his ass in Canada. It's absolutely crazy. Looking forward to it. It's gonna be a good one to cover. So That's an absolute great pick. I'm excited for that one. So we'll cover that next week. Um, top three all-time dream matches. I added this to it that have never happened. Any wrestlers, dead or alive. Uh, you can put with that. So Brandon put Stone Cold versus Hogan, yeah, as one. Yeah, Sting and Undertaker, and prob and for me it would be he didn't add anything to this. I'm good with that in their primes. That would be great. Crow, Sting, of course, and, and Undertaker, and then AJ Styles versus Shawn Michaels. I like that too. What do, what do you got, Bear? I mean, those are really good ones, actually. Um, I like all of those matches, and there's not many times I totally agree with Brandon. So I'm, I'm, I'm pretty impressed with that one. Um, I think, you know, I want to go a little bit older. So I think, you know, Harley Race and Stone Cold would be good. Two badasses in their time. I think that would be fun. You know, The Rock and, like, Bruno Sammartino or The Rock and... Um, His dad? 
Yeah, he didn't like his dad, actually, for the longest time, so that would have been an interesting match. Um, But, you know, you'd you'd like to see those guys that are a little bit, uh, you know, a little bit in the newer generation fight a lot of those older guys who were there back in the day. So some of those would be good. But, I mean, Brandon covered the obvious ones that everyone would want to see. What people, Big Show, Andre. Yeah, that would be pretty awesome. Uh, You know, that's a good one. I'd, I'd love to see that as well. Like I said, I'm sure there's plenty of more. I just... Couldn't think of, I can't think of off the top of my head right now, but there's just abs- absolutely insane amount of uh, certain matches you could have. But, I mean, hell, even Andre and Strowman right now, you know? Or or Brock and, like, Dino Bravo, or her, one of the bigger guys from back then. Or Brock and Haku, how about that? Because Haku's a tough son of a bitch. That would be an interesting one. Yeah, um, I, I think that you could get people like... Viscera and Yokozuna. <laughs> They oh, wait, probably that, fought. They probably did in Mabel. <clears throat> yep. Um, you could get, uh, let's see, you could look at, like, Macho Man, Randy Savage against... Seth Rollins. Seth, that's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Seth Rollins is would be a good one. I, yep. I think we would all enjoy that. Um, very great. You could probably do that on WWE 2K19. Yeah. Oh, wait, that's, that's not our sponsor. Never mind. Yeah, never mind to them. It should be our sponsor, though. Yeah. AJ Styles. I like the AJ Styles and, and Shawn Michaels. Uh, that is a great one. Um, I'd like to see, you know, even Finn Balor and Sting, you know, back in that yeah. the demon, the demon and uh, the crow Sting, that'd be awesome. Uh, you could pick so many. There's so many things that we wish we could see. But one, I, one that I wish would have happened at the time. Um, I don't know if it actually happened or not, and it's not even wrestlers. It's Vince versus Bischoff. Oh, remember great. he called him out on the pay per view. Yep. If he would have shown up to actually fight him for that, that would have been great. And I think they might have on Raw or, or on a pay per view, maybe or something like, like that. Like when they but... threw him in a dumpster. Yeah, <laughs> or and... in a dumpster in a garbage truck. Right. Uh, you know, something like that. That would have been pretty cool to see back in the day too. So interesting stuff. So next week we are going to cover uh, after it has already aired. Crown Jewel. We're going to cover in your house sixteen Canadian Stampede. We'll have some other topics there, the Jason debate, Justin on the Twitter. We'll have our question in there that we always throw in. Jake will be back, or Jerry. So thank you all for listening to episode 22, Gary, Barry, Jerry, and Ferry. And uh, we, we appreciate everything everybody does and listens. And thank you, of course, to our sponsors, All Wear Clothing, Crandall's Quality Lawn Care, Verizon, and PNC. And as always, good morning. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. It's nice not to smell pumpkin spice first thing in the morning. Woo! God, I knew it was that Ric Flair drip. <laughs>